This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way and get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Looking pretty good, though, at the Bay Oval in Mount Maunganui last night as the uh, Netherlands got their tour of New Zealand underway uh, properly with the game against the Black Caps and ODI against the Black Caps. And joining us from the Dutch team is Michael Rippon. G'day, Michael. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. You must be feeling pretty good about life after that first game, mate. 67 with the bat, 2 for 32 with the ball. This, this stuff's easy, this international cricket. Test champions or not? <laughs> nah, yeah, from a personal point of view, pretty happy. Um, you know, Obviously, from a team point of view, we've got a few areas that we need to brush up on. But, yeah, pretty pretty happy with my own performance. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we can... Yeah, take the game a little bit deeper and show a bit more fight in the next couple of games in Hamilton. Yeah, what was the uh, what was the thought on uh, you know when you won the toss on, on deciding to bat first and set New Zealand a total? Given that in the past the Black Caps have sort of favoured chasing anyway. Yeah, um, probably just the statistics. Um, I think in the past, having played at Mount Monganui, the Jews not really a big factor there, so we thought um, the ball might grip and hold and spin a little bit more in in the evening. So that was probably the reasoning. Um, but unfortunately, we didn't get enough runs. Um, first up, 200 was probably 50 or 60 light, at least. I reckon 250 or 260 was passed. So, yeah, that was probably the undoing in the end. Yeah, how it, uh, I mean, the, the team, the, the, the Dutch team is uh, obviously, you know, there's not a lot of, I, I would say, Dutch Dutch players, right? There's a lot of guys who have got Dutch heritage like yourself that are, that are playing for it. How, how's, how's the, how is it culturally within the camp uh, in terms of, you know, got so many guys from different backgrounds? Yeah, um, yeah. I suppose it, it presents its own challenges in saying that we've all um, had domestic seasons in, in Holland. So, you know, we've done all the training camps and we've spent a lot of time together as a group. So culturally, it's, it's all good. Um, we're obviously missing a few of the guys playing the trade in, in, on the county circuit. Mm. Um, but in saying that, you know, we've got a lot of young Dutch guns coming through. So it's a great opportunity and a great platform for them to showcase their skills. Yeah, I mean, how many players do you think you're missing out of, you know, sort of the 11 that we saw last night? Uh, how many players wouldn't have played last night if, they, if, if everyone was available, shall we say? Yeah, I'd probably say five or six. Oh, okay. All right. So, you know, I mean, we too, you know, from a New Zealand point of view, we look at it and say, look at the players that we don't have here because they're at the IPL. But, you know, effectively, uh, the Dutch team are in much the same, same sort of situation. Yeah, so in essence, it's a leavening uh, playing field, isn't it? So, um, yeah, it's a pity, but, um, yeah, like I said, it's a great opportunity for the guys to, you know, come up here and get their first couple of international games under their belt. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, obviously a few guys that you know running around in the Black Caps, given you've plied your trade at Otago for for a while. How was it getting out there in the Orange and, and, and playing them uh, in, in anger in a, in a full international? Yeah, it was cool. Um you know, and a few of, of some other uh, interviews that I've done, you know, it's, it's obviously they will know what, what I'm going to bring to the table. But on the flip side, you know, I also have a good understanding of how they're going to try and play me and what plans they're going to bring. 
So, yeah, to be honest, it was quite a surreal experience, you know, like trying to soak it up as well. You know, you're playing a one-day international against the best white team in the world. So, yeah, it was a hell of an experience and, um, yeah, looking forward to the next couple of games. Yeah, I mean, yourself and Logan obviously know the, know the uh, conditions and the teams here uh, pretty well. How, how much planning were you doing with the coaching te- team uh, and sort of, you know, going through player profiles, et cetera, in the lead-up to the series? Yeah, it's a pretty standard preparation, to be honest. You know, we just sit down um, in bowling groups and batting groups and, yeah, do, do do all the scouting and come up with plans and all that. So, um, you know, you can do as much scouting as you want, but at the end of the day, you know, you also want a taste of the real thing. So I think it's a good thing now that the batters have had a chance at, you know, facing some of the black cap bowlers um, and same for the bowlers bowling to a few of the top order batters. So, um, yeah, you can't beat that sort of practice or training, the real life simulation. So... Hopefully that can stand up in better stead um, in, in the upcoming fixtures. You've got a, a couple of days to prep uh, for a day-nighter in Hamilton, of course, which is on Saturday, and then another one on, on Monday. Uh, what difference do you see in playing at Seddon Park versus Bay Oval? Oh, look, the dimension's obviously a little bit different. Hamilton's a little bit smaller straight. Um, I'm not quite sure what the wicket's going to be like. Generally, it might take a little bit of turn. Um, Dew might be a factor. Um, yeah, so like I said, we'll, we'll do our preparation there and have a look at all the you know past scores and and um, yeah, try and come up with our best combo for a squad that we feel would be best suited for those conditions. And in terms of um, the the second game, of course, now that everybody's had a had a taste at this level, uh, do, what do you expect from from game two? Because it, it felt like a little bit to start with. Maybe there were some jitters, maybe some nerves, uh, maybe getting used to you know bowlers of of, of that level. Do you think your, your your top order will be better uh, better prepared now for uh, game two? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you probably consider that a bit of a blowout, mm. um, and of course, there'd be a few nerves there. Um, you know, the preparation the Dutch boys have been here for a month or so. Um, you know, they had training camps up in Lincoln, followed by the T29 Napier. Um, but there was a lot of rain around. So, you know, the bowlers haven't had much time on foot, same as the batters. So, yeah, I think it's quite cool to get this first game out of the way and, you know, realise it's just another game of bat and ball. So, um, yeah, I'd like to think that the batters and bowlers will be going into the next game with a bit more confidence. Yeah, and that, that's got to be good. From your point of view, I mean, you've been on both sides of this, haven't you? I mean, you've you've played in a New Zealand A team against, I think, the Windies, and, and now you're on the other side of it where you've played a New Zealand A team uh, preparing for a tour with another team. Yeah, uh, yeah. like I said, it's a bit of a real experience. But, you know, in terms of me focusing, it's just another game of cricket and, you know, trying to put my best foot forward. In terms of Dutch cricket at the moment, where where do the Netherlands sit? I mean, I know we've got a T20 World Cup in Australia uh, at the end of this year, um, and, and of course the Dutch did compete uh, over at, at the last one at the end of last year as well. So I mean, you know, in terms of development, how many uh, where where is Dutch cricket at the moment, and how many of the players are we likely to see say at the at the T20 World Cup are going to be you know Dutch born and bred versus you know guys like yourself out of South Africa or New Zealand or somewhere else? Yeah, well, I think the cool thing is um, is we've got a pretty packed summer coming up. We've um, got a one-day series against uh, West Indies, Pakistan and England, followed by a T20R series against New Zealand again. Um, so obviously that'll run through June, July, August. So that runs through the county season. So I don't think the county guys will be available. So yeah, I think you'll see a pretty similar squad. Um, in terms of the T20 World Cup, we still have to go to the qualifiers, which are in Zimbabwe in August. Uh, so we have to qualify first, then we go to the T20 World Cup, but then we still have to do that prelim stage. So there's a bit of a way to go, but like I said, there's a lot of cricket and great opportunity for for these young Dutch guns to 
to stamp their mark. And in terms of uh, Zimbabwe and, and qualifying for that T20 World Cup, who who's the big opposition for you? Obviously, the, uh, the hosts. Oh, to be honest, I'm not actually entirely sure of uh, the pools at the moment. But uh, yeah, I imagine Zimbabwe would be then potentially Bangladesh. I'm not quite sure of the T20 rankings, but it would be the bottom two of the full member nations. Yeah, and in terms of, I mean, I mentioned it before, you played for a New Zealand A team. Uh, you are now part of this Dutch setup as well. Where do you see your international future lying? I mean, are you fully committed to, to Holland now, uh, come hell or high water, as it were? Yeah, well, I, yeah, the, the cool thing is um, the Netherlands is obviously an associate country, so, you know, I've made it pretty clear that my ambition is to play for New Zealand one day. Mm-hmm. Um, and Holland, you know, it's a good platform for me to showcase my skills and, you know, put some, hopefully some good performances in that can aid in achieving that goal. Um, but, but in saying that, you know, Holland, like I just said, we've got a couple of very important fixtures coming up and yeah, I want to do my best to contribute towards us succeeding. Yeah, I mean, you're doing that, mate. It was uh, a great effort last night uh, with the bat. You're 67 off, off 97. I guess a big part of your job when you came in um, was just steadying the ship, right? Making sure you batted as many overs as, as you could and, and, and build a score. Yeah, it was a, it was a bit of a tough one because I, I'm not too entirely sure what the score was, maybe 40, 45 or 5 or something. So in my mind, I was thinking 260, 270 is probably par. But in achieving that total, we would have had to have taken some pretty high-risk options um, and then potentially losing one or two more wickets and we could have been blown out for 100. So mm. uh, the communication that we had that I was sending back to the dressing room was I think we should aim for 220. And, yeah, it's under par, but, um, you know, if we scrap in the field and we bowl well, you, you just never know. So that was the thinking behind the total, yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously New Zealand fans know Max O'Dowd, they know yourself, they know Logan Van Beek because of, of the New Zealand connection, but in terms of guys that you've been training with and, and playing with within the Dutch setup, who are, who are some maybe some of the young players coming through that we should keep an eye on for the next two uh, ODIs? Well, I'll tell you what, uh, I was very, very impressed with Vikram Singh. Um, well, yeah, uh, Vikram Singh and, and Buster Leder will probably be the two young stars or the two bright prospects of, of Dutch cricket. Even watching watching them yesterday, you know, with uh, Tickner bowling, yeah, speed excess of 140, which is, you know, the Dutch cricketers playing in Holland, you you don't face a, those sort of speeds. You know, you play on matting, uh, coconut matting. Um, so it's, a, it's a different sort of cricket. So, yeah, watching them play yesterday was it was very exciting. You know, they looked like they had lots of time. They got into great positions. They're timing the ball well, and they both start with, uh, yeah, it was pretty. It just wasn't great skill execution, but. Um, yeah, the signs are there that they've got a lot of potential. Yeah, indeed. I mean, that Dutch side, I think, you know, particularly as you said, you know, at 45 for 5, I think a lot of us were kind of going, OK, uh, this could be over real soon. So uh, the fight shown in to get to get get to 200 uh, was a great effort uh, by, uh, you know, by yourself and, and the team as well. And uh, look forward to the next couple of ODIs, mate, and, and, and seeing a real contest. So uh, thanks for your time this morning, Michael. Go well. All the best to the team and uh, look forward to Saturday. No worries. Thanks for having me. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.